Hello, I'm Mushiri. Welcome to Africa This Week here at African Agenda. A very brief summary of some of the stories that were trending on the continent this past week. Alex Gustav reports that the Constitutional Council has validated nine candidates out of the 27 who submitted themselves for candidacy in the 7th October presidential election, seeking the mandate to rule the country for the next seven years. The incumbent president, Paul Beer, who's now 86 years old, has been in power for 36 years and is vying for his seventh term in office. Other presidential candidates include former Deputy Minister for Justice, Professor Boris Kamto, former Lawyer Association President and founder of the Cameroon Chapter of Transparency International, Akere Muna, first Vice President of the Main Opposition Party, SDF, Joshua Osi, among others. Most candidates have started campaigning even as the president reportedly uh, has left the country um, for the last 10 days for an, an unknown destination in Europe. O'Neill Setalegosi reports that the South African government has totally rejected President Donald Trump's allegation this past Wednesday on Twitter about suspected farm seizures and large-scale killing of farmers in South Africa. Uh, I have asked Secretary of State uh, Pompeo to closely study the South Africa land and farm seizures and expropriations and the large-scale king- killing of farmers. South African government is now seizing land from farmers said President Trump in his tweet. The South African government in a reply tweet insisted that President Trump had a, quote, narrow perception which only seeks to divide our nation and reminds us of our colonial past, end quote. Ghana is topping the continent on the largest number of cabinet ministers with a total of 110 in the current administration of President Nana Akufo-Addo. Critics and local media say the size of Ghana's cabinet is bloated and a drain on the public purse, but the government has resisted calls uh, to axe some of them. Ghana is one of the region's most dynamic economies, uh, became an energy producer in late 2010 and pumps out approximately 180,000 barrels of oil per day from three main fields. Um, Ghana, previously known as the Gold Coast, gained independence from Great Britain on 6th March 1957 and is a member of the Commonwealth of Nations. Remy Nweke reports that the southeastern part of Nigeria was on Friday agog over the release of 112 women detained on suspicion of being members of the separatist Indigenous People of Biafra IPOB, movement in Oweri, the Imo state capital, after involvement in a peaceful protest. IPOB lawyer Barista Ehiani Ejiofo confirmed this, saying the release of the remaining women had elicited jubilation across the Igbo-speaking region, especially in Oweri. An Oweri magistrate court had Wednesday released 15 of the women before the remaining were freed on Friday. The detention followed a peaceful protest on August 17th, demanding the whereabouts of IPOB leader Namdi Kanu and his parents, none of whom have been heard or seen since a devastating military raid on their Umuahia residents in neighboring Abia state. The Zimbabwe Supreme Court has validated the results as released by the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission on 2nd August 2018, which saw President Emerson Mnangagwa declared the winner. The case was brought by the MDC Alliance, challenging the results of the elections held on 30th July 2018 but the court on Friday, August 24th, validated the results of ZDC as South African leader Cyril Ramaphosa congratulated President Mnangagwa. 
President Ramaphosa assured Zimbabwe of South Africa's readiness to work with the government in the pursuit of closer political, cultural, economic and trade ties for the mutual benefit of the peoples of South Africa and Zimbabwe. Aline Gono reports that the Security Council has given a thumbs up to the people and the government of Mali for the generally peaceful conduct of the 29th July 2019 and the 12th August 2018 elections. Uh, just as it welcomed the final results of the presidential elections, saying the elections were conducted and concluded within the constitutional framework. The council also commended the special representative of the Secretary General in Mali and head of the United Nations Multidimensional Integrated Stabilization Mission in Mali for his efforts throughout the electoral process, including in support of a constructive dialogue between the government, the opposition, and all the relevant stakeholders on the modalities of the elections in coordination with the representatives of the international community based in Bamako, as well as the economic community of West African states, ECOWAS, the African Union, and the European Union. Africa This Week is produced by the African Media WhatsApp group and brought to you courtesy of the African Media Initiative. You can follow Africa This Week on Twitter at Africa This Week. This edition was edited by Remi Nweke, Alain Gono and Ponyo Selalebosi. Thank you.